Well, good morning. And uh, it's been a crazy day today. But uh, today we are going to start our reading in Deuteronomy 28. And if you haven't been able to tell yet, I'm not the best reader. So let's just go ahead and tell you what today's reading is. It's Deuteronomy chapter 28, 1 through 68. So fasten your belt because this is going to take a while. But it's going to be good. So here we go. Blessings for obedience. If you It's already started. Look at that. If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully keep all his commands that I am giving you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the world. You will experience all these blessings if you obey the Lord your God. Your towns and your fields will be blessed. Your children and your crops will be blessed. The offerings of your head and flocks will be blessed. Your fruit baskets and breadboards will be blessed. Wherever you go and whatever you do, you will be blessed. The Lord will conquer your enemies when they attack you. They will attack you from one direction, but they will scatter from you in seven. The Lord will guarantee a blessing on everything you do and will fill your storehouse with grain. The Lord your God will bless you in the land He is giving you. If you obey his co the commands of the Lord your God and walk in His ways, the Lord will establish you as His holy people, as He swore He would, he would do. Then all the nations of the world will see that you are a people claimed by the Lord, and they will stand in awe of you. The Lord will give you prosperity in the land He swore to your ancestors to give you, blessing you with many children, numerous livestock, and abundant crops. The Lord will send rain at the proper time from His rich treasury in the heavens and will bless all the work you do. You will lend to many nations, but you will never need to borrow from them. If you listen to these commands of the Lord your God that I am giving you today, and if you carefully obey them, the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. And you will always be on top and never at the bottom. You must not turn away from any of the commands I'm giving you today, nor follow after other gods and worship them. Curse for disobedience. But if you refuse to listen to the Lord your God and do not obey all the commands and decrees I'm giving you today, all these curses will come and overwhelm you. Your towns and your fields will be cursed. Your fruit baskets and breadboards will be cursed. Your children and crops will be cursed. The offspring of your head or herds and flocks will be cursed. Wherever you go and whatever you do will be cursed. Do, do, until at last you are completely destroyed for doing evil and abandoning me. The Lord will afflict you with diseases until none of you are left in the land you are about to enter and occupy. The Lord will strike you with wasting diseases forever and inflammation, with scorching heat and drought, and with blight and, blight and mildew. These disasters will pursue you until you die. The skies above will be unyielding as bronze, and the earth beneath will be as hard as iron. The Lord will change the rain that falls on your land into powder, 
and dust will pour down from the sky until you are destroyed. The Lord will cause you to be defeated by your enemies. You will attack your enemies from one direction, but you will scatter from them in seven. You will be an object of horror to all the kingdoms of the earth. Your corpse will be food for all the scavenging birds and wild animals, and no one will be there to chase them away. The Lord will afflict you with the boils of Egypt, with the tumors, scurvy, and the itch from which you cannot be cured. The Lord will strike you with madness, blindness, and panic. You will grope around in broad daylight like a blind person groping in the darkness, but you will not find your way. You will be oppressed and robbed continually, and no one will come to save you. You will be engaged to a woman, but another man will sleep with her. You will build a house, but someone else will live in it. You will plant a vineyard, but you will never enjoy it. It's fruit. Your ox will be butchered before your eyes, but you will not eat a single bite of the meat. Your donkey will be taken from you, never to be returned. Your sheep and goats will be given to your enemies, and no one will be there to help you. You will watch as your sons and daughters are taken away as slaves. Your heart will break for them, but you won't be able to help them. A foreign nation you have never heard about will eat the crops you worked so hard to grow. You will suffer under constant oppression and harsh treatment. You will go mad because of all the tragedy you see around you. The Lord will cover your knees and legs with incurable boils. In fact, you will be covered from head to foot. The Lord will exile you and your king to a nation unknown to you and your ancestors. There, in exile, you will worship gods of wood and stone. You will become an object of horror, ridicule, and mockery among all the nations to which the Lord sends you. You will plant much but harvest little, for locusts will eat your crops. You will plant vineyards and care for them, but you will not drink the wine or eat the grapes, for the worms will destroy the vines. You will, you will grow olive trees throughout your land, but you will never use the olive oil, but the, for the fruit will drop before it ripens. You will have sons and daughters, but you will lose them, for they will be led away in captivity. Swarms of insects will destroy your trees and corpse, or crops. The foreigners living among you will become stronger and stronger while you become weaker and weaker. They will lend money to you, but you will not lend to them. They will be the head, and you will be the tail. If you refuse to listen to the Lord your God and to obey the commands and decrees He has given you, all these curses will pursue and overtake you until you are destroyed. These horrors will serve as a sign and warning among you and your descendants forever. If you do not serve the Lord your God with joy and enthusiasm from the abundant benefits you have received, you will serve your enemies whom the Lord will send against you. You will be left hungry, thirsty, naked, and lacking in everything. The Lord will put an iron yoke on your neck, oppressing your you harshly until he has destroyed you. The Lord will bring a decent nation against you from the end of the earth, and it will swoop down on you like a vulture. It is a nation whose language you don't, do not understand, a fierce and heartless nation that shows no respect for the old and no pity for the young. 
Its armies will devour your livestock and corpse, and you will be destroyed. They will leave you no grain, new, new wine, olive oil, calves, or lambs, and you will starve to death. They will attack your cities until all the forfeited walls in your land, the walls you trusted to protect you, are knocked down. They will attack all the towns in the land the Lord your God has given you. The siege and terrible distress of the enemy's attack will be so severe that you will eat the flesh of your own sons and daughters, whom the Lord your God has given you. The most tender-hearted man among you will have no compassion for his own brother, he beloved, his beloved wife and surviving children. He will refuse to share with them the flesh he is devouring, the flesh of one of his own children, because he has nothing else to eat during the siege and terrible distress that your enemy will inflict on all your towns. The most tender and delicate woman among you, so delicate she would not so much as touch the ground with her foot, will be selfish toward the husband she loves and toward her own son or daughter. She will hide from them the afterbirth and the new babies she has born, so that she herself can secretly eat them. She will have nothing else to eat during the siege and terrible distress that your enemy will inflict on all your towns. If you refuse to obey all the words of instruction that are written in this book, and if you do not fear the glorious and awesome name of the Lord your God, then the Lord will overwhelm you and your children with indescribable plagues. These plagues will be intense and without relief, making you miserable and unbearably sick. He will afflict you with all the diseases of Egypt that you feared so much, and you will have no relief. The Lord will afflict you with every sickness and plague there is, even those not mentioned in this book of instruction, until you are destroyed. Though you become as numerous as the stars in the sky, few of you will be left because you will not listen to the Lord your God. Just as the Lord has found great pleasure in causing you to prosper and multiply, the Lord will find pleasure in destroying you. You will be torn from the land you are about to enter and occupy. For the Lord will scatter you among all the nations from one end of the earth to the other. There you will worship foreign gods that neither you nor your ancestors have known. Gods made of wood stone or wooden stone. There among these nations you will find no peace or place to rest. And the Lord will cause your heart to tremble, your eyesight to fail, your soul to despair. Your life will constantly hang in the balance. You will live night and day in fear, unsure if you will survive. In the morning you will say, if only it were night. And in the evening you will say, if only it were morning. For you will be terrified by the awful horrors you see around you. Then the Lord will send you back to Egypt in ships, to a destination I promised you would never see again. There you will offer to sell yourselves to your enemies as slaves, but no one will buy you. Woo, that was strong. So now we go to Luke 11, 14 through 36. I'm just trying to find where we end on this one. Jesus and the Prince of Demons. One day, Jesus cast out a demon from a man who couldn't speak. 
And when the demon was gone, the man began to speak. The crowds were amazed, but some of them said, No wonder he can cast out demons. He gets his power from Satan, the prince of demons. Others, trying to test Jesus, demanded that he show them a miraculous sign from heaven to prove his authority. He knew their thoughts, so he said, Any kingdom divided by civil war is doomed. A family splittered by feuding will fall apart. You say I am empowered by Satan. But if Satan is divided and fighting against himself, how can his kingdom survive? And if I am empowered by Satan, what about your own exorcist? They cast out demons too, so they will command you or condemn you for what you have said. But if I am casting out demons by the power of God, then the kingdom of God has arrived among you. For when a strong man like Satan is fully armed and guards his palace, his possessions are safe until someone even stronger attacks and overpowers him, strips him from his weapons, and carries off his belongings. Anyone who isn't with me opposes me, and anyone who isn't working with me is actually working against me. When an evil spirit leaves a person, it goes into the desert, searching for rest. But when it finds none, it says, I will return to the person I come from. So it returns and finds that its former home is all swept and in order. Then the spirit finds seven other spirits more evil than itself, and they all enter the person and live there. And so that person is worse off than before. As he was speaking, a woman in the crowd called out, God bless your mother, the womb from which you came, and the breast that you nursed. And Jesus replied, But even more blessed are all who hear the word of God and put it into practice. The sign of Jonah. As the crowd pressed in on Jesus, he said, The evil generation keeps asking me to show them a miraculous sign, but the only sign I will give them is the sign of Jonah. What happened to him was a sign to the people of Nivea that God has sent him. What happens to the Son of Man will be a sign to those people that he was sent by God. The Queen of Sheba will stand up against the generation on Judgment Day and condemn it. For she came from a distant land to hear the wisdom of Solomon. Now some greater than Solomon is here, but you refuse to listen. The people of Nivea will also stand up against this generation on Judgment Day and condemn it. For they repented for their sins at the preaching of Jonah. Now someone greater than Jonah is here, but you refuse to repent. Receiving the Light No one lights a lamp and then hides it or puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where the light can be seen for all who enter the house. Your eye is a lamp that provides light for your body. When your eye is good, your whole body is filled with light. But when it is bad, your body is filled with darkness. Make sure the light you think you have is not actually darkness. If you are filled with light, with no dark corners, then your whole life will be radiant, as though a floodlight we're filling you with light. Now we go to Psalm 77, 1 through 20. I cry out to God. Yes, I shout. Oh, that God would listen to me. When I was in deep trouble, I searched for the Lord. All night long I prayed with hands lifted toward heaven. But my soul was not confronted. I think of God and I moan, overwhelmed with longing for, this, for his help. You don't let me sleep. I am too distressed even to pray. I think of the good old days long since ended. When my nights were filled with joyful song, I search my soul and ponder the difference now. 
Has the Lord rejected me forever? Will he never again be kind to me? Is his unfailing love gone forever? Have his promise permanently failed? Has God forgotten to be gracious? Has he slammed the door on his compassion? And I said, This is my fate. The Most High has turned his hand against me. But then I recall all you have done, O Lord. I remember your wonder needs of long ago. They are constantly in my thoughts. I cannot stop thinking about your mighty works. O God, your ways are holy. Is there any other God as mighty as you? You are the God of great wonders. You demonstrate your awesome power among the nations by your strong arm. You redeem your people, the descendants of Jacob and Joseph. When the Red Sea saw you, O God, its waters looked and trembled. The sea quaked to its very depths. The clouds pondered down rain. The thunder rumbled in the sky. Your arrows of lightning flashed. Your thunder roared from the whirlwind. The lightning lit up the world. The earth trembled and shook. You roared, you rode led, your road led through the sea, your pathway through the mighty waters, a pathway no one knew was there. You led your people along the road like a flock of sheep with Moses and Aaron as their shepherds. And now we turn to Proverbs chapter 12, verse 18. Some people make cutting remarks, but the words of the wise bring healing. And again, we thank you for joining us today. And this is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God.